0: Alright guys, really like it's been an amazing day for me right now and I learned something really important, how I can make myself happy and Dr. Suresh, the happy doctor, Suresh Divniani, however you call it, is coming here on the show to that he showed me exactly how to do it, I hope you find a lot of value in this interview because I did. And if you think that he's just some fake guru, no, he he was actually a millionaire before he he became happy. And his story is just amazing. It's just pure story from Bollywood. And not in the bad sense, but in the good sense. He's Indian. So, yeah, I want you to listen to that interview. And I'm going to put you my email in the description along with Suresh all you know through social medias And I want you to send me an email with all the takeaways you did from the interview and also to Suresh of course So and I also messed up because I think that's the 68 episodes and I just said the sixty-seventh in the whole interview So i bit of messed up for that. Sorry about it <laughs> Anyways, I'll leave you to listen here and I hope you have an amazing day in my network and remember stay happy take notes and be be Hustler every day. Okay, Suresh, I want to say one big welcome to the show, mate. I must be honest with you, I love talking with my guests and I can't wait to talk with you. But before we actually do that, let's not get too excited. Firstly, I want you to say one big hello to my audience because they can't say hello to you. And second, tell them something interesting about yourself.
1: Okay, fine.
0: Alright, so now, one big hello to the audience and tell them something interesting about yourself.
1: Hi everyone, this is Dr. Suresh Devnani. I'm commonly known as the happy doctor and I inspire individuals to seek something more than uh, them. Okay, uh, excuse me, sorry. A bit fast on my part. Okay, can we do it again?
0: Yeah, don't, don't worry, just, uh, just repeat it, don't worry. Okay, fine.
1: So, okay, let's start again. Okay. Hi, everyone. This is Dr. Suresh Devdani, and I'm commonly known as the Happy Doctor. I travel the world inspiring individuals to seek happiness as a way to be more resilient and agile, and these are the traits that you need to be successful in life. Thank you.
0: Well, how, how, how did you, like, get that nickname, the Happy Doctor? Tell us the story behind it. Okay. The happy doctor, was once a
1: miserable millionaire who had to go on a journey to find himself. And after finding himself, somehow he became an inspirator who traveled the world uh, looking for the most miserable individuals and helping them become happy again. So I wrote a couple of books, uh, mostly the Amazon bestseller is called The Happiness Reinvented. So it's a, my own personal journey in finding myself and becoming again happy the way I was when I was much younger.
0: Well, like, uh, let's talk more about the books. How did you write your bestseller? What did you put in it in order to grow?
1: The whole idea of my first book, The Happiness We Invented was based on my own personal journey in finding my own happiness. So the whole book is about my own uh, realization of why I was miserable, what took time, what needed uh, preparation and how I became who I am today.
0: Well, I mean, now that's going to sum up an amazing story. So I want to ask you now, what was your life before becoming the happy doctor? Actually, uh, my life was quite pleasant
1: before becoming the happy doctor. But then I fell into depression where I wanted to kill myself, even though having a lot of things, a lot of money, I was married with the son. I still fell into depression because I felt there was not much left for me to do. And I felt totally burned out because I was doing things that was not exciting me anymore. So I went on my own spiritual journey to find myself. And that's how I became the happy doctor.
0: How do you think you, you found yourself? Like, Did you go on in, like in the woods or meditate for hours? Did you go to some guru or anything? How did you exactly
1: found yourself? Uh, it started first to uh, seek out some gurus. Eventually, what happened is on this pathway of seeking a guru, I found out myself, I self-realized that the gurus within me. I must connect within myself, the guru that lies within me. And then eventually, this took about four years to find. And then through meditation, through mindfulness exercises, through support of my family, and then... Somehow I was able to pass this knowledge to others. And that's how this has helped me. Because by sharing more of this, this makes me even more happier. And I'm able to do it more strongly
0: with others. Yeah, but like, uh, uh, let me ask you, like, are you a strong believer? Do you believe in like God or God?
1: I definitely believe there is something greater than us. But somehow the word God might not be always appropriate to use, but there definitely is a spiritual energy out there that is there to support us whenever we seek it.
0: Well, I mean, on a spiritual level, I to be honest with you, if I don't meditate, I don't feel like I'm evolving. So I want to ask that. Did you meditate a lot during your like, reborn, during your reboarding?
1: Initially, no. Because I was looking for a guru who will meditate for me in a way like pray for me. But then of course, eventually I realized that only through meditation, I could actually connect for the, within the guru that lies within me. And definitely, yes, absolutely. Without meditation, you can't become that person that you seek to be. That power is very important that you connect to the guru that
0: lies within us, the true self. Well, like you know, uh, you're originally from India, right? That's correct. Well, I mean, I'm not the biggest history nerd for, for India, but your country does have temples. It has ancient culture. No, it's like, it's really fascinating. It's one of the best cultures in uh, the whole Asia, simply because of its history. So do you connect with the history of your country?
1: I definitely connect with the history of my country. In fact, there's a lot of wisdom out there that we can utilize in improving our life. But then what happens is a lot of people are there to mislead you because the whole idea has become a way of making money. So until you don't find the right person to guide you, you could be lost. And that is what I I dislike also about my uh, country in that sense that there are people out there who want to just uh, mismanage you and then take you for a ride.
0: Well, let's say actually we are starting our journey. You know, I have listeners who maybe are depressed or anything, and they feel lost. Okay. How can they start their journey to refinding themselves? Now, definitely,
1: mm-hmm. uh, they need to first come to a self-realization that there's something greater than them, because most people, uh, until unless they believe that there's a energy that's greater than them. They will have a tough time because we need this spiritual guide that comes within us. So it's a self-realization. So you must come to understand that there's something greater than me. And how am I going to connect with that energy? And once you connect with that energy, it becomes so much easier to meditate, to connect, to become the true person you are. Because somehow your smile changes, your behavior changes, because your, your whole value system changes. Because you're not doing
0: it only for yourself. You're doing it for the betterment of the world. Oh, I like how you put it, you know. Some people are really, they have really big, and I mean big, big ego. They don't see, uh, you know, uh, over themselves. They're just, you know, they're the master of their faith and all that. But when you realize there's something greater than you, then mm-hmm. you actually become great. And I like how you put that, man. Salute so for that. <laughs> But uh, you mentioned that we need to be resilient. Definitely. I'm, I mean, some people are more resilient than others. But how can we be resilient to overcome our fear and depression? See,
1: definitely resilience will come through meditation because what will happen is your faith system changes. Because resilience is a deep value system that changes. that We start, uh, stop seeing things in a negative way. We start seeing everything has a good reason for it to take place. And we see every experience a learning, uh, uh, a pathway to learning. So the whole ideals change when you are resilient. And of course, it's not something that can just grow on you, it will take time, but it takes a lot of effort. But again, it is through meditation that you become even stronger.
0: Well, like at the beginning, did you, while you were on your journey, Did you have like any thoughts of just giving up, you know, it's not working, I can't do it?
1: That definitely will come. The doubts are there. Fear is there. Am I even doing it right? So unless uh, you get a true guide, a teacher out there who is there for your real well-being, not there to make some money out of you, you will have these doubts. So you need a true guru who is your teacher to guide you so I am blessed with a guru and he has been there to support my needs whenever I have had doubts and doubts need to be eliminated if you want to grow in life
0: well I mean that's a lot of knowledge you're putting right now we are like 10 or I don't know what what minutes on the interview and I want to ask you though how do you share that knowledge do you speak do you do podcast anything like that
1: I have a website out there. I do blogs and I also speak professionally. I have done uh, multiple TEDx talks and I will continue doing TEDx talks because I believe sharing these kind of ideas will not only support uh, people for growth, also support for their fears because a lot of people are living in fear and they need to let go of the fear because if they start believing there's something more than them, then all fears can be eliminated because they can let it be that other guide takes care of our problems and support
0: us when we are
1: weakest
0: well when you're talking on ted talks uh, you we know with all all these people that's a lot of people how mm-hmm. do you find confidence to talk like softly and slowly to them
1: i generally speak to people like i'm speaking to an individual so, what happens is whenever I'm talking, it's more like I'm talking to an individual person. Even though I'm doing a talk to a large group of people, somehow I try to connect through my own experiences. So, I relate to them. I make them feel that I'm there for their well being and I have nothing to take back from them. It's absolutely free of cost to them, as long as they are willing to learn and change their lives.
0: Do you have mentors? who like, you know, still guide you even after that journey of yours? Do you have people who guide you yet? Yeah,
1: definitely. Uh, we all need guides. And uh, we call that uh, in the, our value system the UPA gurus. UPA gurus are there whenever we need them. So they come into our life when we need a guide. So they come and go. Then there's a normal guru who's there to guide us throughout our life. So I feel like I'm one of these UPA gurus who keeps coming into people's lives whenever they need me the most.
0: but like you know um, uh, how did you met them i mean did you pay for them i uh, you know when you are starting your journey do you think you can find your own guru i mean you know your life guru not some paid guru that's going to guide you for free definitely there are gurus out there
1: but the thing is we have to be ready to seek their help and guru will know when you are ready to take their help Because what happens is only when we are vulnerable, when we are the weakest, we seek this great power, this energy to uplift us. So our Guru knows when we are the most vulnerable. And that's the time when we start believing that there's something bigger than us. And that's what's needed.
0: Wow. I I mean, wow. Wow. You know, People, like, they get a wrong understanding of gurus because of social media. You know, there are a lot of fake social media gurus. But, you know, the real gurus are more spiritual than money level, like you're talking about right now. And I search for that because, you know, as I grew up, uh, you know, uh, from uh, five years old or so, I watched uh, a lot of documentaries about gurus. I mean, the real gurus. you like Sand Guru, let's say. And, you know, you see how different they are than the actual social media gurus who are all over the place right now.
1: The real guru will not spend too much time trying to promote himself. It's not going to be a brand name that you have heard of. See, there are many gurus out here now who are so busy on social media that the only thing is you see them popping here, popping out. But if a guru has to seek you, that's not a real guru. A real guru is one you must seek, who's not waiting for you, you have to be looking for him,
0: or her. Where did you find your best gurus? So my guru was uh,
1: found actually by my my son, uh, who actually had heard a mention in a book that there was a guru who had a white beard, was from a certain area and then I started looking deeper to find him. Then eventually I figured out that this must be the Guru that was mentioned. And I went to meet him. And just being in his presence, I knew he was the Guru waiting for me. Because he was there to teach me things that I never thought were possible. That I could actually uh, have this beautiful reunion with that spiritual energy every single day, every morning, be with me.
0: Yeah, but uh, like no, when you actually found that Guru, how did you talk to him? How, did he like ac- accepted you right, uh, right away or you had to impress him in order to, you know, him, uh, him or her accepting you?
1: Actually, truthfully, uh, the Guru was waiting for me. He knew I was the right person for him at that time because he could feel that energy. We release energies, we, feel, we release auras. So he knew it right away that I was somebody I needed his help.
0: And do you want to become your, a guru one day when you have even more wisdom in you? To become a guru?
1: I don't believe I should become a guru because a guru has to have a clean channel and it has to be blessed not only from a guru but it has to be blessed from the spiritual light itself. And I believe somebody to be a true, fully Guru has to be blessed from birth. I think I can inspire people to seek wisdom, but I don't have to impart my own wisdom.
0: Well, I mean, you're like, uh, you know, you may think you're not exactly Guru, but dude, they're seeking, you know, they ask you to speak. You have an amazing message. And I want to ask you about the message, though. Like, how do you formulate your message? You know, you know, there are a lot of people out there who talk about depression and anxiety and how to overcome and how to be happy and all that Just, But what makes you unique?
1: What makes me unique is that I have firsthand experience whatever I'm talking about. And I've gone through the pain and on this journey to find real happiness. It's not something that took me a day. It took me six and a half years to come to where I am today. So honest truth is, it is not an easy journey, and it's not for everyone. There will be people who will succeed in suicide. There will be people who will live with uh, depression all their life, because unless they are willing to take the challenge of life, to go on this journey, find themselves, they are not going to come out of their spiraling lifestyle.
0: So when you are speaking, you know, do you speak to executives maybe who are, you know, going over depression like businessmen or you're speaking to the common folk where you can actually relate to them more? To whom do you speak? Who's your audience? Actually,
1: truthfully, everyone is my audience as long as they feel they are in that uh, pathway where they are currently feeling depressed, they are in suicidal thoughts. They are depressed in the sense that they are looking for some deeper meaning to the life. So a businessman can also be in that situation. Even an individual as young as 12, 15, 20, maybe because of the challenges they are facing at school, challenges of growing up in the family or in the environment. So there is no specific target that I'm looking at. I'm just looking at somebody who wants to change for the betterment.
0: And Like you know, uh, let's let's go a bit into the past again. Sorry, but it's like I'm really curious about, like exactly what were you doing before you were the happy doctor? Like what were you doing for a living?
1: I was a businessman, uh, producing products in China and exporting them to Europe, U.S. and South America, making a lot of money, and eventually that burned me out because I was only busy making money. I forgot about my family. I forgot about my life and at the end of the day, I didn't even have the energy to spend that money I had. And then one day I just wanted to kill myself. And thanks to my family's support, they made me realize that it's not the money that is burning me out, it's that my lifestyle, my thinking that is burning me out. So they supported me to go and find that real purpose in my life, that's how I came about. I'm happy doctor because I went to seek something more than what most people are running behind, money. Money is not going to make you happy. Money can make you comfortable, but can't make you happy.
0: Do you think you can still have financial freedom and you can still have time for your family? Definitely. It's
1: a balance of life. That's why we call it well-being, where you actually look at all the elements of your life and keep a great balance. There's a synergy that makes you happy at the same time you're supporting. So I believe the only way you can get that is through contribution. By giving back to society, I'm actually making myself more happy.
0: You're talking about lifestyle, but like, you know, how can we make a lifestyle that we love? No, sometimes people love eating unhealthy food. They love just staying on the couch. I mean, they love that, but it's not a good lifestyle. So, how do you define a proper lifestyle?
1: See, what is good for you might not be good for somebody else. And see, we are all going through different phases of our life. So, somebody who's sitting on a couch right now, it might not be good for them in two years' time. It might be working for them now because they need a break to reevaluate their situation and environment. So we can't judge somebody else. What we should seek is judge ourselves. Am I currently in a place where I want to be? So I can't help somebody unless they feel that, hey, I need help. So we can't help those who are in a particular phase of their life, who doesn't seek help. So like if you seek help, you know exactly why you're seeking help. What is the reason behind it? What do you want to improve in your life that you want to change?
0: Do you think like, you know, fitness, exercise at all is beneficial and like really important to add on your lifestyle?
1: I believe there are three or four things that are crucial. First one is sleeping well. Second is exercising. Third is eating well. And fourth is actually meditation. This is how you're gonna get a synergy of life where everything will work in your harmony. Because without all this, you're not going to be meditating well as well. Because if your body is not rested, then you are stiff to meditate. If your body is not nourished, you're going to have a tough time meditating. We need all these elements to actually be able to meditate and connect with our deeper self.
0: You know, lifestyle is made with habits. And you just said the four important habits but do you have any other unique habits of yours which you implement to make your lifestyle better? Your I, life at all.
1: I generally like to wake up early. So my first start of the day is to, uh, at about 5, five 30 to drink a glass of water. Uh, we must, uh, uh, in a way, make sure we are hydrated. Then second is to meditate. Third is Jenny, I go for a morning walk. That supports my whole, you know, reason to see the sunrise. It's a very powerful experience because you see how this universe is built. The great power that lies beyond us, our imagination is the sunlight. And then starting our day with a positive thought and praying for all those who might need help and realizing that the world is so great. These are my starting routines in the morning that support me.
0: Yeah, you said like, you know, get up, get up early, but how? when do you exactly go to sleep, like 10 p.m. or so? And if it's like that early, what about the people who are, you know, grinding all day to their dreams, who stay up late? How can they have a healthy lifestyle? The truth
1: is, we have to change our lifestyle to support our needs. So now for those who are sleeping late, I would suggest them to maybe start with an hour earlier then their normal bedtime to start sleeping. Build up the endurance, because you're not going to be able to wake up fresh in the morning if you don't have the proper rest. But what is nice also is eating about two and a half hours before we sleep. So for those who eat late in the night, they should bring down their timings a little earlier. So it allows our body to actually be able to digest our food. So before we can sleep, because why people end up sleeping late? Because they eat their food late or they have junk before sleeping so our body can really rest in in, in the truthful sense six and a half, seven hours of sleep is more than enough for us to
0: be fully energized so after you go to that morning walk do you take a book and actually how do you actually self-educate yourself every day? do you take book, do you listen to podcasts do you listen to audio books
1: I generally read spiritual books in the morning but podcasts are good also But as long as they are uplift your spirit they are here to enrich you so podcast has to be something that will grow you but I prefer reading because it, you know, it allows uh, all senses to actually uh, imagine what you are reading
0: so reading is definitely highly recommended What are your best books? Okay. Do you have like favorite uh, books? Uh,
1: habit books are not the best books to read in the morning I would say habit books are good to read in the afternoon but what is good in the morning is some some kind of philosophy or upliftment of energy. That kind of books where they are looking to uplift you in a way with the positive words or even uh, reciting some kind of uh, word
0: that will uplift you. So Suresh, your story just amazing, mate. I like it's like a movie. You know, have you watched the? Uh... Uh, wait, uh, like, uh, there was a movie about one kid, uh, which was like a billionaire or something, or millionaire, with Indian kid. Uh, forgot the name, but your story is really similar to it, and I love it. You know, he was a uh, he was a poor millionaire. You know, the poor millionaire. That's how the movie was called, I believe. In oh no, I'm not
1: to- millionaire. Are you talking about
0: that movie? Uh, have you heard of it? Okay. Yeah. So, uh, your story is kind of similar to the movie, and this is one of my favorite movies, so, man, I really like the spiritual journey, and I was, you know, I was reading, like, The Greatest Minds of Asia, and, you know, when I got to India, it was so spiritually related, There is nothing physical, you know, the mind there, it's open, you have so much, like, amazing people in history, like, the closest one is Mahatma Gandhi, of course, you know, he was... The, He was a forgiving guy. He was was just amazing. I was reading about him. But anyways, those are side questions off topic. My next question is, do you know people whom you would like to see on this podcast? It can be anyone.
1: There are definitely people who can inspire your uh, audience. And uh, definitely what I'll do is I'll look through who will be the best to come and increase
0: the spirits of the audience. So I'll come back to you on this. Yeah, man, you have all the time in the world, you know. You uh, you can say the names after two months, (laughs) two years, who knows. (laughs) All right. But my next question is the most important one. Okay. If there are people who are still struggling, even after this amazing call, how can they contact you so you can help them? What are the best ways to contact you?
1: Uh, they can uh, connect uh, to me through social media, uh, Facebook. I'm on LinkedIn. Uh, they can send me an email through my website. So my website is uh, S U R E S H. Devnani is D E V N A N I. dot com, and there is a link uh, where they could send me a direct email. And let me know exactly what's bothering them. Then I can look into it. Uh, If I don't already have a video on a certain topic, I will make a video for them to support their needs.
0: Well, Suresh, that's promising, man. And do you have something to say for the end about uh, for the audience? Something else? Something you want to share?
1: I will tell all your audience to never give up. There's always somebody there to help you, so seek help. Don't just try to fight this on your own because a lot of people want to fight this on their own. That's why they feel. Uh, taking help, nothing
0: wrong with taking help. Well, I mean, Suresh, that was an amazing call again, mate. Thank you for your time here, spending and sparing your time with us. It was really amazing talking with you. I hope you have an amazing morning. Mine is amazing and it will continue to be amazing every day. So, I'll see you soon, mate, and I wish you all success in the world. Thank you. Take care. You too.